Hello everyone and welcome to another episode by me, Andrew Waterhouse, for There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Now in this week's episode we start off with a really, really sombre tone and I have to be sorry for the bad news that I'm about to bring. So you may have heard earlier in the week about a Florida school shooting and it's with a heavy heart that I have to say that one of my campers who went to summer camp was actually killed while in the school um, earlier this week. And my heart has to go out to all of those affected by this uh, tragedy and it really strikes a chord when it actually affects someone that went to your summer camp so <sighs> I'm sorry and it's really really uh, sad sight to see that um, someone so close to summer camp and the camp that I actually went to was affected by this in such a traumatic way um, so yeah my heart goes out to all those affected so Trying to move on to a slightly brighter tone now, we're going to be looking at the 10 most common mistakes that people make while volunteering out in Camp America. And we're going to be starting off with number one. So the first mistake that people make is calling home way too much. And these are the people that are going to be inside all the time or walking around camp always on their phone, calling home, saying how it's going, how much they miss them. And really they take themselves away from what essentially is summer camp because they're so worried about what they're missing out on at home, how their boyfriends are doing, how their girlfriends are doing, how their families are doing, that they kind of miss out on the essentials of camp. And it's such a big letdown because in this modern day and age, obviously mobile phones take such an enormous amount of our time out of, these, out of our days. And when you're at summer camp, you kind of want to be away from technology. That's why plenty of these summer camps kind of have like dead zones for mobiles and they don't really like technology around camp at all but there'll be people who are at summer camp and they'll be constantly on their phones and calling home and it's uh i don't know it tarnishes camp a little bit of course you want to be telling your friends and family how you're getting on and uh how amazing summer camp is but you really kind of want to limit yourself you want to soak in the full experience and get to know new people you don't want to be a recluse and just you know miss out so tying in with that point is number two and this is being a recluse i've made that well harder than it should be to pronounce recluse okay so doing all that solo travel over to america into a totally foreign camp where maybe it's a culture that you've never really soaked yourself in before with uh, it can be very easy to just reclude yourself into your bedroom and just keep yourself to yourself but while that's very tempting and some people do do it um, I highly recommend putting yourself out there a little bit. You don't have to be all the singing and dancing on the stage in front of all the campers, but just put yourself out there enough just to make a few really good friends so you have some familiar faces to wake up to in the morning and share all these amazing experiences with because summer camp is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, so make sure you make the most of it. And for anyone out there who's a bit worried about potentially becoming a recluse, the easiest way to make friends at camp is hanging around with those of the same nationality as you. Of course, this is this podcast and YouTube thing is all for British audience, but it can be worldwide, perhaps, um, a lot of the things that I say. So if you have a group of Brits with you, go out there, sit with them at dinner, have a talk where they're from, what they do, what they're doing at camp, what they do back at home, 
and conversations flow and you become such a tight unit just because of the nationality and you become such good friends. On to the third point, and this is a little bit controversial. I think that the third most common mistake made while at camp is not flirting with the opposite sex and hear me out. So summer camp is full of young volunteers who are out there to have a really good time and get to know each other on a really close level. The summer camp bubble is a really intense atmosphere and all those feelings and emotions get really heightened really quick when that's all you have to live in is a small bubble like this. There's plenty of people out there with diverse stories and cultures that they have to tell. So you want to try and get to know as many people as you can. And some of those are going to be of the opposite sex. So while you're out there, why don't you try flirting with them? You can throw in a few lines here and there and see how you get on. Heck, you could even have a summer camp romance. Hookups at summer camp happen all the time. And you won't be the only one that gets off with summer at camp. It is so good and why not give it a shot? It'll be a great help to boost your confidence while at camp because everything that happens in camp somewhat stays in camp or at least in the heads of those that have been there. They have those amazing memories of, oh yeah, we did this, we did that, we did, I don't know. There's so many times where you have the opportunity to flirt with people, so just give it a shot, especially if you're single. But if you're taken, then there's also plenty of opportunity to make so many great friends of the opposite sex. A lot of the girls that I spoke to while at summer camp have become really good close friends and we talk to, get, talk to each other all the time, regularly on how we're doing from different sides of the globe and we kind of really do stay in touch. And even if you are taken, don't reclude yourself to just talking with uh, your own sex. You wanna be yourself, you wanna chill out and you wanna to get to know all these different people because you're gonna have such a blast. Okay, so in this modern day and age, you expect everyone to be on social media, but that really isn't the case. And this leads me onto point four. There's plenty of people who are at summer camp who think they're the too cool for school type of people, where they go in there, they're like, yeah, I don't have Facebook, I don't have Twitter, I don't have Snapchat, I don't have Instagram. <clears throat> Trust me, by the end of camp, they will have every social network they could possibly imagine because they wanna connect with all these people from all around the world who have they've made best friends with. So make sure when you go into summer camp, you're open to the idea of maybe at the end of it, having a new social media account because by the end of it, you wanna see all the photos that everyone's uploading. You wanna see how they're getting on. You wanna see how that person in Asia is getting on now that you're a million miles away from camp, you're a million miles away from each other, but you still wanna maintain that contact. And having someone's phone number, yeah, that surely could work, but having a social media account would be a heck of a lot better because you can see how exactly their social, social life is getting on. And then on top of this is the reunions as well. S plenty of camps are gonna have reunions at some point to go and meet those from the year 2000 who had a really good summer camp and they wanna stay as a year 2000 summer camp group. That little group is gonna arrange their things on Facebook and other social media channels. So do you wanna miss out on that? I don't think so. I hope I've given you enough of an insight, but those two call for school type of people, I know you're out there. Trust me when I say you will have a Facebook account by the end of camp. So summer camp food can be a bit hit and miss and this leads me on to point five. And plenty of summer camps have this rule where you're not allowed food or drinks in your cabin. But I like to try and bend this rule. 
So if you go into the dining hall and you see that it's macaroni cheese, it's a jacket potato, or you see it's some cold burgers and hot dogs, and you're sick of hot dogs and burgers, don't even try it. I have been there where I've been sick of hot dogs and burgers, and I trust me, you do get sick of hot dogs and burgers when you go at summer camp. And all you want is something a bit nicer to fill you up. You have maybe one hot dog or one jacket potato, and you're like, jacket potatoes aside, what am I doing? Trust me, you want a little bit of snack selection in your room so you can come back to the camp, come back to your cabin, munch away on those little M&Ms and those cookies and sweets you've got, and then you can have that boost for the rest of the day. It's a really good way of keeping your morale up and, yeah, I would make sure to buy some snacks while you do a Walmart run. Okay, so we're at the midpoint of this video where we're just coming out to point six, but I do want to make a quick plug for my book as well. It's called There's No Place Like Summer Camp, which is the book that I wrote while at summer camp. And it's the diary that I kept for the three months that I was out there for my first summer of doing summer camp. So if you're interested, I'm sure hopefully plenty of you are on how my first summer of summer camp actually went. Go check out my book. It's available on shop.andrewwaterhouse.com and it will also be available on Amazon and other good retailers as well by the time this video gets viewed in the very distant future. should be out in the late 2018 kind of area, but we will see. Um, so if you're interested, go check it out. You can pre-order it on my website, shop.andrewwaterhouse.com and it's the complete diary of since I went to America, all the people I met, coming back, uh, all the travels I did, uh, it, it covers completely everything and it's such a hilarious laugh to read as well. So hopefully you check that out because I think it's really good. So that's my little plug. Okay, so coming in at number six in our most common mistakes made at summer camp is not signing yourself up to everything possible that camp has to offer. And let's break this down. So Summer camp hosts plenty of activities for the campers, as you would expect. But while you work there, you'll be surprised to see how many actually run activities for staff as well. And whether it be a Walmart run, a bowling trip, a cinema trip, a shopping trip, all these kind of things really do add up to have an amazing effect on the staff where the morale is really cool. You get to break out of that bubble for maybe an evening or two and you come back and you feel much more refreshed and you've got all those essentials you need. Plenty of people only sign up to the trips that they really like and only the ones that where they really need to go and shop for something. However, I highly recommend signing up for every single list that you possibly see, whether it be a Walmart run or, I don't know, a trip through a theme park. Sign yourself up, drop yourself in at the deep end. What's the worst that's gonna happen? You go to a theme park and you're gonna have an absolute blast. Um, Walmart trips is another one where plenty of people only sign up when they only want something but if you go you can say to your friends or the people that didn't get the chance to sign up to the form um, you can say oh uh, what do you want I can pick up stuff for you of course if there's someone that's in desperate need of going to a Walmart run and you've signed yourself up just to get out of camp yeah you might be a bit of a dick and you, you just offer them the place instead but when that's not the situation and you're just you've just signed up and they're 
you know, you want to get out of camp. You'll be able to bond with new people and you'll be able to, I don't know, get to see the culture of what American America life is like and you'll get to buy things that you never thought would even exist in a Walmart. And no, I'm not talking about a gun. So yeah, some of the best experiences that I had were while traveling outside of camp and having such a blast and signing myself up for every possible thing. The amount of cinema trips that I made is actually unbelievable. Okay, so number seven is probably something that I'm a little bit guilty of myself. And this is, you're not really good at embarrassing yourself. I don't really know how to explain this, but there's plenty of stories of where summer camp is all about the singing and dancing on a stage and there is that aspect and you kind of have to be prepared for it um i didn't really do all that much where i was on the stage singing and dancing and acting like a fool um instead it was more of a, like a personal like small groups rather than the whole of camp watching me I'm, i've always been bad at that sort of thing with large groups so I guess what I'm trying to say is be prepared to make a bit of a fool of yourself. You don't want to go in there with like a hard-nosed approach. These are kids at the end of the day and that's who you're going there for. Um, so make sure you have a laugh. Take everything lightly with a pinch of salt. You don't want to take everything to heart because every day at camp is different and um, by the next day everyone would have either forgot about what you've been talking about or how you acted like a fool or they'll be remembering for days to come. So just take it with a pinch of salt, be chill and just be liberal. Okay, so number eight in our list, and this is really obvious, it should really have been number one. Being fired from camp, it's not a great thing to do. You don't wanna be fired. There's plenty of like reasons why people do get fired. I have done a previous video, I believe on the most popular reasons. So I might put that in the description or somewhere on the video or podcast. Um, so, yeah make sure you don't get fired it is a really really bad thing to do because you're going to be out of pocket because you have to buy the next flight you're not going to be able to travel america after you finish camp because you're on that next flight and everyone just really i don't know they don't know where you've gone and you miss out on so many more stories from camp and it's just not great when you come back home and you're like oh this we're back to normality now we're not in summer camp anymore but once again if you want to check out that other episode it's down in the description or in iTunes. Number nine is not sleeping enough. And I've done a previous video on this as well, where I say it is really good ch chance. It's a really good thing to only sleep as much as you need at camp. And there's plenty of times, probably daily actually when I was at camp and I pushed the curfew limit to the extreme I'd stay up much later than everyone else until everyone else had gone in bed so I'd soaked in every possible thing about camp until um, I went to bed myself and that was like every night so it would be 7am wake ups and then 1am sleep so I'd have about 6 hours sleep every day for 3 months and it was pretty hard um, and I did make up for that with a few couple of naps. I've never been a good person to nap myself. Um, but gradually you, your body kind of gets used to only having six hours sleep a day. And it's so full on. Like camp is easily one of the hardest working jobs I've ever done. It was so full on. And plenty of that will be explained in the book. So not sleeping enough is a really big issue. And especially if you're a specialist rather than a counsellor, it will be easier to 
slip in these naps as and when you need them. You will get time off as a counsellor if you are one and you're feeling tired. Um, if you're going to have a few hours off, maybe just have a quick nap um, and you'll have an absolute blast. Finally, your number 10, and I have mentioned this in a previous video as well, not drinking enough is a huge problem at camp because there's been so many stories where you hear people are fainting and especially when you're from a different country like Britain where it rains all the time and it's cloudy and it's cold. They come over to camp with their tiny little fancy little water bottles and I don't know, they don't bring it around with them. They get dehydrated under the intense heat of the American sun and next thing you know they're fainted on the floor and camp is really good at telling you to drink all the time especially because it's outside and it's very active and there's all these sporting activities going on but you really don't want to make you really want to make sure that you don't get sent to hospital or something like that because i think camp america and camp leaders kind of cover the america like insurance cost with medical insurance um, but you, you know you want to play it safe so make sure you're always drinking water and all of the above as well um for this tutorial so i hope you enjoyed this episode we are balls deep in camp now in the next episode we are going through what it's like being cut off from the outside world because i constantly refer to the camp as being a bubble and it very much is a bubble so what is it like being in this bubble and yeah how how do you get a buy so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next episode will be released on a Tuesday. We do release weekly episodes every Tuesday, both on my YouTube channel and on podcast as well on iTunes. So if you're more of an audible kind of guy, maybe go check me out on iTunes. Search There's No Place Like Summer Camp. You can listen to me every week for free and we can all talk about summer camp. If you do have any subjects that you want me to cover, please tweet me at andreww09 or you can leave a comment down in YouTube as well. I'll be checking them all out and I'll see you in a week's time.